0: May all grace, mercy, and peace be to you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the service last week, our theme was the wounds of blasphemy. And we focused on the first and second commandment. Tonight we're going to focus on the third commandment, and our theme is the wounds of violating the Sabbath. So the third commandment calls us to a holy day of rest. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. There's a Sabbath story in our Gospel lesson of Luke that immediately precedes the text that we have for our Gospel lesson today. Uh, Jesus was criticized when His disciples ate grain in the fields on the Sabbath because it was not lawful. But Jesus explains what David did in taking the bread of presents from the temple designated only for the priests, feeding himself and his hungry companions. And so Jesus says, The Sabbath was made for humankind, not humankind for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is a Lord even on the Sabbath. We should notice carefully in today's Gospel reading that on this other Sabbath day, Jesus never really directly heals the man with the withered hand by touching him. He tells the man to come and stand here. And while he's standing there, Jesus asks his critics who are seeking to bring an accusation against him Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to destroy it? And after looking at all of them in their silence, he then orders the man, Stretch out your hand. And then the hand is restored. The critics were furious, of course, besides themselves with rage, even though legally speaking. Jesus had performed no actual work on the Sabbath. Nonetheless, Jesus is not bound by those who would stick to rules and regulations over the care for the hungry and the ill. He does not seek to stand over others, invoking legal precedents or anything else, but seeks to stand with others in their oppression with compassion and love. Still, to this day, we're legalistic as critics of jesus even in our own churches such legalism may pr- even pervert what is the intent of the commandments to remember the sabbath the commandment harkens us back to uh, you know again to our idolatries to the things that take us and pull us away from finding our rest in the one true god do we worship the god who created us who redeemed us who brought us back into wholeness and holiness? Or have we turned to other gods? Even denying God is truly having a place in our busy lives. Do we also deny God's mission of restoration and reconciliation? St. Augustine confessed to God, our hearts are restless until they find peace in you. But today... Is rest defined by us as something we do with our personal time? Exacerbated by our cultural spirit of individualism, but never seen as resting truly in God? To be sure, the word holiday has its roots in holy day. But we've so perverted the holy day of rest by denying its value to our being, to our life, more importantly, to our spirituality. Today we can see how much worshiping the living God has diminished from the very absence of people in pews on Sunday mornings or by the graying hairs on our heads in church for those of us who attend. It should give us pause then, my friends, and lead us to reflect more on how well we are lifting up the gospel of our Lord in our life and our worship together as a community of faith. Luther commented that the day is to lift up Preaching for the benefit of young people and the poor common folk. But today, the young are often unchurched. And well, the poor, they're still longing for relief and compassion. Amazing that today we have God's Word at our fingertips. And we can find every excuse in the book not to spend time in it. Amazing that Sunday mornings are replaced with sleeping in or sporting events with our children. And we say that we will find time to spend with God, but time passes. And instead of rest, what happens to us? We are harried with the busyness of this world that we live in. You know what that means then? If we haven't taken the time to find our rest in the God, to be hallowed and prepared, then quite honestly, how are we to live out our lives doing God's work? Raising up our children in faith, caring for the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized in society. Luther understood the Sabbath day commandment to be less about our rest and more about the need to be hallowed. We need the Word. And by that, Luther meant the Word of the Gospel of Christ. To live and move and have our very being. Even making it a habit to go to church but not actually grow in the promise of the Word is then legalistically to miss the meaning of what this commandment is all about. Jesus bears the accusation of his critics because he sees the real purpose of what it means to actually remember the Sabbath. How the Sabbath was made for humanity, not humanity for the Sabbath. He seeks to reconcile God and humanity in his mission and ministry. The very things that he was sent to earth to do. The real rest He gives us is the peace and joy of His life and His death and His resurrection. And the wounds of Jesus are at the center of our worship together. When we preach, we preach Christ crucified, 1 Corinthians chapter 1. When we're baptized, we're baptized into His death and raised with Him to walk in the newness of life, Romans chapter 6. And when we eat and drink at His table, we proclaim the Lord's death until He comes. 1 Corinthians 11 These wounds that Jesus bore for us are also marks that we are privileged to carry in our own cruciform lives. To share with one another the forgiving peace that Christ has brought for us with a price and share the same peace with the world when we hear the words, Go in peace. So how are we finding our rest in God? Are we being intentional about that? I'm not just talking Sunday mornings. Right? I'm not talking Sunday mornings and going to Bible class. But sometimes even on Sunday mornings, we sit in the very pews and dismiss the Word of God and have other things cloud our heads. And it goes in one ear and out the other. How are we truly finding our rest in God? We've got to be intentional about that if we're going to go out and work in God's kingdom and bring His rest to others who so desperately need it to go care for the ill and the poor and the marginalized. We've got to be intentional about finding our rest in God if we're going to raise our children and our grandchildren up in the faith to teach them what it means to have a true Sabbath day. The work of hallowing is the work... That Jesus merited for you and for me, we're called holy through His grace and His love, and the work of hallowing will follow us on any Sabbath, on any day, wherever humanity is crying out in pain and longing for release from the bondage of death and sin. I pray, my friends, may the hallowed work of Christ pervade our very lives so that we work together to carry out our hallowed orders for God. And to God be all the glory. Amen.